Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men, 15 minutes, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. For the Lord, gird your armor on, stand firm, everyone. Rest your Hello, Edwin. Hello, Andrew. Edwin, I gotta tell you, there's something exciting happening this week. What is that? It's a bonus week of Text Talk. Bonus. I had a friend back in Tennessee, and what he lived for was extra innings of baseball. Extra innings of Text Talk. He said, when you buy the ticket for baseball, you're only buying for nine innings. Yeah. When you go to 10 innings or more, that's free, free baseball. baseball. Free baseball. And what I we got it. is some free text talk, freer text talk with the bonus <laughs> week of text talk. That's exactly right. This is more free than all the other text talk that's is exactly free. exactly right. It's more <laughs> bonus. <laughs> but it is another long psalm. So I'm going to jump into it. We are in the final psalm of book four of the Psalms, mm-hmm. Psalm 106, from the English Standard Version. Praise the Lord. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his steadfast love endures forever. Who can utter the mighty deeds of the Lord or declare all his praise? Blessed are they who observe justice, who do righteousness at all times. Remember me, O Lord, when you show favor to your people. Help me when you save them, that I may look upon the prosperity of your chosen ones, that I may rejoice in the gladness of your nation, that I may glory with your inheritance. Both we and our fathers have sinned. We have committed iniquity. We've done wickedness. Our fathers, when they were in Egypt, did not consider your wondrous works. They did not remember the abundance of your steadfast love, but rebelled by the sea at the Red Sea. Yet he saved them for his name's sake, that he might make known his mighty power, He rebuked the Red Sea, and it became dry, and he led them through the deep as through a desert. So he saved them from the hand of the foe and redeemed them from the power of the enemy, and the waters covered their adversaries. Not one of them was left. Then they believed his words. They sang his praise. But they soon forgot his works. They did not wait for his counsel. But they had wanton craving in the wilderness and put God to the test in the desert. He gave them what they asked for, but sent a wasting disease among them. When men in the camp were jealous of Moses and Aaron, the Holy One of the Lord, the earth opened and swallowed up Dathan and covered the company of Abiram. Fire also broke out in their company. The flame burned up the wicked. They made a calf in Horeb and worshipped a metal image. They exchanged the glory of God for the image of an ox that eats grass. They forgot God, their Savior, who had done great things in Egypt, wondrous works in the land of Ham, and awesome deeds by the Red Sea. Therefore he said he would destroy them. Had not Moses, his chosen one, stood in the breach before him to turn away his wrath from destroying them. Then they despised the pleasant land, having no faith in his promise. They murmured in their tents and did not obey the voice of the Lord. Therefore he raised his hand and swore to them that he would make them fall in the wilderness and would make their offspring fall among the nations, scattering them among the lands. Then they yoked themselves to the Baal of Peor and ate sacrifices offered to the dead. They provoked the Lord to anger with their deeds and a plague broke out among them. Then Phineas stood up and intervened, and the plague was stayed, and that was counted to him as righteousness from generation to generation forever. They angered him at the waters of Meribah, and it went ill with Moses on their account, for they made his spirit bitter, and he spoke rashly with his lips. They did not destroy the peoples as the Lord commanded them, but they mixed with the nations and learned to do as they did. They served their idols, which became a snare to them. They sacrificed their sons and their daughters to the demons. They poured out innocent blood, the blood of their sons and daughters whom they sacrificed to the idols of Canaan, and the land was polluted with blood. 
Thus they became unclean by their acts and played the whore in their deeds. Then the anger of the Lord was kindled against his people, and he abhorred his heritage. He gave them into the hand of the nations, so that those who hated them ruled over them. Their enemies oppressed them, and they were brought into subjection under their power. Many times he delivered them, but they were rebellious in their purposes and were brought low through their iniquity. Nevertheless, he looked upon their distress when he heard their cry. For their sake he remembered his covenant and relented according to the abundance of his steadfast love. He caused them to be pitied by all those who held them captive. Save us, O Lord our God, and gather us from among the nations, that we may give thanks to your holy name and glory in your praise. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, from everlasting to everlasting, and let all the people say amen. Praise the Lord. Amen and praise the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. I tell you, as this psalm concludes, it wraps up pretty nicely, this book four of the Psalms yes. by having all the people say, amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Real quick, let me just, uh, not for your sake, Andrew, I know, but because we do have other people listening into the conversation who may have started recently, yeah. let's just explain this notion of books in the Psalms. Okay, sure. Because that's one of the things that even for me, years into being a Christian, I, I didn't pick up on it. Mm. Here in the Psalms, there are four different divisions, four different collections of books within the Psalms itself. Psalm 1 through 41 is a collection or a book of psalms. Yeah. And then it ends with a doxology at the end of Psalm 41 that says, Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, from everlasting to everlasting. Amen and amen. And then there's a second book that goes from Psalm 42 to Psalm 72 that ends with this doxology. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, who alone does wondrous things. Blessed be his glorious name forever. May the whole earth be full of his glory. Amen and amen. And then it also tacks on the prayers of David, son of Jesse, are ended. Mm. Okay. Then we have a third book, which we've gone through in this season, Psalm 73 through 89. That one ends with this doxology, blessed be the Lord forever. Amen and amen. And now we have a fourth book that's gone from Psalm 90 to Psalm 106, which is ended, of course, with the doxology we read today. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, from everlasting to everlasting, and let all the people say, Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. There's a fifth book. It does not end with a doxology. I think mainly because the last five or six psalms are basically a doxology of praise. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. But there are these four different collections that we see through the psalms. I I think probably some have suggested to mirror the five books of the law. Mm, I I think that's a a possibility. That's very interesting. So just wanted to to run through that again, recognizing that we can see that in our psalms ourselves. And and all, uh, to my knowledge, all... um, versions, renditions of the Psalms today will show at the beginning of those books, okay, it's it's a new book. Yeah. So right before Psalm 42, right before Psalm 73, before Psalm 90, and before 107, you'll see it'll show book one, book two, book three. So Yeah. No, that's that's really helpful. Um, Coming along with that, one of the things that we've observed going through the the seasons and going through the Psalms is that while many of them have a heading, mm-hmm. those may not be strictly inspired or strictly scripture, Yeah, uh, but they've been attached to the Psalm and for a very long time. Yes. And typically they are helpful and considered very good commentary yes. as to I what's like that going way. on in that Psalm. I think that's good to point out. It, it, it either is part of the original Psalm, and there's some there's some evidence that shows at least some of them are, Yeah, but if it's not that, I, I like, uh, I believe it was Jared's 
Salt said to me that it, if, if it's not actually with the psalm originally, it is the earliest commentary on that psalm, and, mm-hmm. and we should give it some weight. Yeah, give it, give it, give it weight. Yeah. Uh, one of the things that we notice then is sometimes psalms are attributed to David, mm. but not necessarily everyone means that he wrote it. It could just be in the style of David or in the flavor of David. Uh, and then one other thing to kind of point out with that is these psalms were written and collected over, well, really over couple of centuries, mm-hmm. right? And so you have a psalm like today's psalm in our reading, Psalm 106, where you come to verse 47. Save us, O Lord our God, and gather us from among the Gentiles to give thanks to the holy name, which would suggest that this is a time when Israel is dispersed or the Jews are dispersed among the nations, which typically goes along with their captivity, their exile, yeah. Babylonian captivity. And so this would be a psalm that while it traces an awful lot of God's mighty works and deeds with the people of Israel, we see that uh, he hasn't called them back out of captivity yet (laughs) yet, to return from their exile and and, uh, rebuild the temple and so forth. So you have a psalm here that seems to be composed in in the midst of a captivity and trial, longing for God to do for them one more time what he has done for generations prior. Bring them home. One of the things I've been learning or reading about and actually being convinced of Oh, as we've gone through the Psalms here in season four, season two, that while the Psalms are poetry and each Psalm itself is its own literary unit and there's a, we should study it in that way also, Sure, that there is a loose story presented by the Psalms themselves. And probably, uh, I mean, certainly I'm going to attribute everything to the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit got the Psalms in there he wanted. He got the Psalms in the order that he wanted them, and we're going to read them that way. But if you think of God working through the people at the various times of what they were dealing with, Mm -hmm. it makes sense that at those various historical periods, they're collecting Psalms that are very meaningful to them in that time. Sure, sure. So what we find in books one and two, a lot of emphasis on the kingship. I think we, we kick off in Psalm two with the one about the son of God, who is the king set on right. his holy hill. Right. We get all the way through the end of book two and you end up with um, a, a Psalm by Solomon. So we've got this, the, this united kingdom, but of course we know where that's going to end up. And then we get into book three which deals, boy, it sure seems a whole lot with judgment, destruction. There was a real emphasis on the fact that we'd gone from David to Solomon. There was this hope that that was uh, this. This is this is the kingdom. This is the way it's going to be. It's going to grow. But of course, Solomon fails, and then the rest of it just is a wash until God finally takes him off into judgment. Which gets to the point you're making about this book. Yeah, we've we've got Psalms that. Most of them, even though the first one was written by Moses, mm-hmm. as we've walked through these Psalms with a lot of their Exodus uh, reference, like references, yeah, allusions, allusions, however you want to say that, maybe even written by Moses to begin with in that time, we've got some Psalms that are really meditations for exiles mm-hmm. as they're looking back to the last time they had been exiled and the freedom that God had given them. And here in this book four, a lot of meditations for these saints, these Old Testament saints that are behind enemy lines, that are held in captivity, that are looking forward to hope, that are looking forward to restoration, they're remembering previous restoration, and they're looking ahead. I think that makes these 17 Psalms really special for us. Yeah. 
I mean, where are we? <laughs> as as Christians? Yes, yeah. Where are we as Christians right now? Yeah. I know. I, I see what you're saying there because we are we are waiting. We are trying to practice a long obedience to the Lord and to come home to him. Yeah. But we're not there yet. We're, we're we are in an exile. We are behind enemy lines. We are in an exile, which is why initially when I thought about what I wanted to call this conversation and the blog post that corresponds with it, initially I had put meditations for captives, but I don't know that we're captives today necessarily yeah you and me as Christians but we are exiles Mm -hmm. we're not in our home we're not in the final place where we're going we're we are behind enemy lines and that that notion of we are looking forward to a restoration we're looking forward to a reward and and it's good to look back when God has done that before to give us hope for what he's going to do in the future. Well, that's what I was going to say. And what a great lesson to take here that when we are struggling to find hope, we need to remember God has delivered his people before. And I will say this, there is emphasis, particularly in Psalm 106, but in all these Psalms that we've been talking about, where the people, where the psalmist, I think voicing for the people, had to take some ownership. Yes. Why are we here in this situation? Well, it, it is because of our sin. It is because sin. we've done wrongdoing. But God, in his grace and his mercy and his power, is willing to deliver and to save us. Uh, and, and we praise God for that. Yes. So throughout this entire book, there has been that emphasis. I want to encourage everybody. And in the blog post, I don't normally comment on that in our conversations, but we don't have time to walk through it right now. In the blog post, uh, I, I walked through the 17 Psalms and mm-hmm. just recognized some of the meditations they had on the king, God the king, on how the king of Israel should act because God is king, on the sins they committed that got them here, on the grace of God that's going to get them out of this. Uh, just a lot of different prayers and meditations. These are great meditations for you and me to be reading, to be focusing on, to be thinking of, and remembering our God who, who, who has good reason for letting us be where we are but he is going to take us to that promised land, and let's look forward to that. Well, amen, and what a great reason to click on the show notes, people. Uh, Edwin, you work hard on these articles and posts, and they're really great, and you can even subscribe to get these in your email every day. And uh, if you uh, listen to Text Talk in the morning, maybe do a little devotional reading at night, uh, it'll bless you, it'll encourage you. No, it sounds like a good idea. Well, Why don't you go ahead and wrap us up, brother? All right. Our great God and Father, thank you, Lord, for today. We thank you, Father, that we've got... By your grace, bonus time, bonus week to look at this 106th Psalm. And Father, to try to conclude a a unit here of uh, book four of the Psalms, that we might have extra meditation upon this Psalm and to see your mighty deliverance. And Father, your mighty deeds that the half have not been told, but these have been preserved for us that we might be encouraged, Father, that you are our deliverer. We praise you, and with all the people we say, Amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutz, Florida, this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge sang all four parts of our theme song, You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Text Talk in your favorite podcast app so others can find it and learn about it more easily. Have a fantastic day. Steady, steady, pass the word along. Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna. Christ is captain of the mighty.
mighty throne.